this episode of The Fool Nerd, rumors and what we think you'll see at Copytex. Welcome to The Fool Nerd, episode 93. I'm your host, Gordon Mong, with co-host Brad Charkas. Hey, internet. Eleni joins us. Yay. Hi, everybody. And, of course, Adam Patrick Murray, controlling the vertical and horizontal. Uh, I'm getting ready for my first trip to Asia. It's your uh, first? Yeah, this will be my first trip Ooh, ever to eat Asia. all the things. So, yeah, I, I'm getting recommendations. If anyone has recommendations on what I should do in Taiwan, oh. uh, let me know. Don't let anyone troll you with stinky tofu. No, actually... Dorian. I've I've heard stinky tofu is is where it's at. I kind of uh, want to no. try it. Ooh. It's gonna. <laughs> I'm not. I there's nothing you, wrong with be... stinky. Like uh, the stinky. No, it's a it's a. How do I put this? I think it's a texture thing. So uh-huh. just if you're going into it, just be ready. I've for... had plenty of tofu in my life. Yeah. No, it's not. Never mind. Good <laughs> I don't luck, even my know friend. what you're talking about. Good luck. <laughs> it's a Taiwanese. Tofu? It's a Taiwanese thing. Oh it's, yeah, Taiwan yeah. is an incredible place. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's amazing. Durian actually tastes okay. It's just the smell of it is really weird. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, from people don't know, uh, not about the durian because that does cause evacuations. <laughs> all the time. Taiwan, it's, you it go there. It smells like natural gas. Especially That's why. Taipei, all the PC vendors. It's crazy. I mean, it's just. We we definitely should go to the electronics district. Oh, there actually, I, I got uh, some inside scoops on the the better ones that aren't like touristy. So, yeah. Ooh. really? Yeah. So I, I, I Willis, remember Willis, uh, our yeah. a video yep. freelancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, his uh, girlfriend is from Taiwan, oh, and she cool. has friends back there. So they they have put me in touch with them to the special oh, nice. hookups. So yeah, nice so, inside review point. Yeah, huh, I don't know the other places were that touristy. Yeah, supposedly there's touristy ones and then not touristy ones. Huh, okay, well, that'll be cool. So, We're going to go. Maybe we should try to we'll see. do something cool there. Yeah. There's a used camera store I'm going to go to. Yeah. But you know what I want to know about? Do it. AMD rumors. All the rumors. All the rumors. Oh, actually, let's talk all the rumors. Yeah, why limit to AMD? Let's talk all well, the rumors. I mean, it's mostly AMD, but... <clears throat> and I call it lazy. Lazy because, uh, you know... There's really, there's no, you really don't get blamed if you're wrong with rumors. Brad hates rumor stories, <laughs> writing them, because it's I like, don't hate them, I just don't bother. Well, you know, Brad is, I, I think, being responsible, because you don't, the, you know, you get the rumors out of control, you get the hype out of control, and yeah, you can actually really harm product launches from rumors, because it was like, what, I thought it was going to be $3. It's a, it's a 32-core CPU, we can't sell that for $3. <laughs> But I read look this at, rumor uh, story. Look at, uh, that happened to Ve- uh, Vega, I think. I think Vega got overblown hype train, rumor train. That's the reason I don't jump on it so much. Yeah. Wait yeah. for Navi. Yeah. Well, what, uh, you know, what is going to come from Andy? What are the what are the top rumor stories? Uh, I Actually, this isn't a rumor, which is crazy. The X570. I want to talk about that first. What yeah, think? let's go. X570. Biostar uh, leaked itself, right? Is that what happened? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Is like, so it just tells you this isn't that much of a rumor because um, Biostar leaked it. They actually put out a PDF, which is still available on Biostar. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna point out uh, Joel, Joel at Extreme Tech because he actually, actually had link to the PDF, which I, I appreciate. Some rumor sites just run the screenshot and don't run the link to the PDF. It's still up on Biostar. I downloaded it and tried to print it earlier. Thus, I don't have it. So, 
<laughs> but the X570, of course, you know, it's, you know, going to be compatible with current and future AMD processors. And it does look like the PC, the big news is PCI Gen 4 implementation. Ooh, nice. See if I can zoom. Well, didn't they problems. promise that? Didn't they? Didn't wasn't that the big deal with uh, third gen Ryzen? Like, aren't we expecting that? Yeah, they've they've said it, but I don't think we have details on how it's going to turn out. And the one thing from the BioStar deck or PDF we can we can we can figure out is that uh, all the M.2 slots are by four uh, oh. gen gen four. So pretty, you know, pretty decent. Of course, you'd have to have a PCI four. Uh, M.2 drive, but yep. which... I'm kind of uh, it's kind of too bad that this was the X570 and not like the X370 370. I'm not sure the B350 version, yeah. Uh, because the rumor I saw a couple weeks ago is that uh, only X570 boards are going to have PCIe 4, and I'm real curious to see if that winds up being true. Hmm. hmm, so you're gonna have to pay like what a $50 premium just to get it if you. Want it because, like, don't X470 boards go for about like roughly 140, 150? They unless, start there, yeah, yeah, unless you get them on yeah. sale, yeah. and then like B450 is like more in the hundred dollar range, yep, yeah. Yep. Although I do 450, yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it is a high end feature PCIe uh, for M.2 drives and video cards and all that other stuff. They're not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go out and buy a 200 you know, dollar build and get this it's it's a high-end yep. feature yep i know so. but b450 is already starting to get a little more premium you know because if you really want to go budget then you're like in the what a 320 range i don't think they that's <laughs> that's very budget it is very budget but he just said 200 dollars build <laughs> yeah. right oh, so okay. but i'm just yeah. saying b450 very still allows you to do some overclocking so mm-hmm. i mean so, so i don't know to me it's a little bit a little bit of bummer. Yeah, I find, I find it to be an interesting rumor because to me, B450, B350 is the, like the sweet spot for most people who build a normal system. Yeah. Because most, the, the, the big feature in that is uh, mostly mul- multiple GPU configurations, right? So I guess PCIe 4 will be a thing to differentiate even more, but that kind of is a bummer if it doesn't come to B550. Yeah, Numbers confuse me. Yeah, I guess it's, no. it, I understand that. I don't think it's too huge a deal, you know? No, no. No, because you're probably going to, if you're going to be spending money on uh, storage that supports uh, 4.0, you're going to be spending money anyway, I guess, now that I think about it. Yeah. So. I consider it like ray tracing. It's, uh, you know, cutting edge feature. Uh, I expect to pay premium for it. Yeah. That's it. All right, next rumor. Uh, wait, hold on. Hot off the presses. Wow. Did, I just saw this rumor on PC Gamer. Went live like 13 minutes ago. Really? Uh, saying that uh, AMD has a special presentation at E3. Oh. For the yeah, next, they just next generation that. gaming hardware. Yeah, and that's not even a rumor. That's but it's it well, fits not a there. rumor, but well, they, they haven't said what it is, but I mean. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they're going to obviously we know they're going to uh, Lisa Sue. People don't know they're going to be doing a. Uh, she's going to be doing the keynote at Computex, mm. which is a huge deal. Uh, and number two, and they're like a, doing this a week E3 later, thing, yeah. right? So what do we? That's E3. like back to back. I mean, E3. pretty close to back to back, yeah. I think new something. Threadripper at E3, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Threadripper, that's the other rumor. Threadripper and gaming hand in hand. Uh, that's what you buy a thirty-two core processor for. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Everybody wants that for a game for playing games. Uh, Hashtag wait for Navi. 
Do you think? I guess the question: Well, do we want to talk about that? Is Threadripper gone? Because I mean, people noted they talked about the uh, new uh, Ryzen three thousands, second gen, Zen, third gen. I forget. Yep. But, Third Gen, sec, Red Zen 2. Oh. There we go. <laughs> the numbers weren't were confusing enough. <laughs> but they, everybody's like, hey, there's no Third Ripper on the roadmap anymore. I know. Is Do you think it's gone? Do you think that was just a short uh, experiment? That would suck. I agree. Uh, it was interesting, actually, because over on the hardware subreddit, uh, the writer who wrote that for Tom's Hardware kind of got into it in a comment thread with Ian Cutrus from Anantech over it. Uh, I tend to agree with Ian Cutrus's <laughs> opinion, which is, who knows, different departments in AMD have different roadmaps. I mean, uh, I think it was a consumer roadmap or a commercial, I forget. The, the one that didn't have Threadripper, so I wouldn't be surprised if it just was not on that roadmap for any reason. Uh, I wouldn't be totally shocked if Threadripper doesn't wind up happening this year, simply because... Ryzen 3000 itself is a little bit delayed compared to what they've done previously. The last two generations, they launched those both in like April or May or April or March. So, you know, spring. Uh, This, I mean, we haven't, we don't know when Ryzen 3000 is launching yet. Probably a Computex would be my guess. That's what the keynote's going to be. But that's already putting it a quarter behind compared to the pace of the other ones. I wouldn't be surprised if Threadripper slips because of that. That being said, I wouldn't look look too far into it yet myself. Yeah, uh, there's countless people saying uh, maybe they will skip for N6. Uh, that a, a Threadripper will be N6. I I would just think that it's not a big deal because I mean, where do you, where do you we sort of reached a sort of ridiculous point between Xeon uh, WX3 3575 and 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 32 core Threadripper. It's like uh, pushing those as consumer parts got a little silly. It felt like so I I could see everybody's like yeah let's just. Let's just take it easy on these this year. Or so, but I don't think I, th- I think people especially drawing... especially if the rumor is that uh, Ryzen will go up to sixteen cores, right? right? Like if Ryzen's going up to sixteen cores, I mean you can wait on Threadripper refresh. Hashtag wait for Threadripper refresh. Yeah, and I guess it'd be interesting <laughs> to see if the sixteen core Threadrippers <laughs> were the best selling of the you know. Of I'm the... sorry, N6 was uh, six nanometer is what they were talking about. Maybe Threadrippers waiting for six nanometer. Oh, I thought it was some Nintendo thing or something no. like that. <laughs> I thought it was like some Mass Effect reference. I was like, that's one number off. Yeah, yeah, I can. Yeah, I just I don't think I think people are drawing a little too much to say it's it's dead just because it's not on one PowerPoint, right? Yep. That's that's the other thing. Yeah. I mean, I can't even get our printer to print out PowerPoints. So. Maybe they just abandoned that last page. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I gotta go. I gotta do go. this now. Where's it coming? It's what okay. is our printer it's, doing? It's, like, it's okay. It's not consumer anyway. We'll just our, run. Our printer, and it's it's like this. It's the size of a car, right? It's like a, it's this, a gigantic printer. It's a Rico, and it'll print out one page, and then it waits like thirty seconds for the next one. <laughs> I, I it was cutting know. edge in 2003 yeah uh what did the oh so 16 core actually so everybody thinks 16 core gonna yeah um i'm not sure if it's gonna happen at launch yeah is what i would say at that i wouldn't be surprised if it happens later this year in response to whether or not intel puts out more parts oh so they don't have to do anything <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That's my guess. I mean, that's Dang. my guess. I'm guessing because they just showed off the eight core uh, version with the one chiplet 
at what was it, Computex. They're like, yeah, we could go higher. I just kind of, I'm not, I'm curious to see if it'll be there at launch. So I'm not up on that particular rumor. Is that a 1616? 16 core, 16 thread? 1632. Oh, because yeah. uh, okay. it has the, if you look at the, Adam took a good <clears throat> picture of it, Computex, uh, it's chiplet design, and there's room. They have one there for the A core they're showing off. And there's room for a second one to fit right next to it. And Lisa Sue's like, yeah, you know, we could go higher. I remember that part. I just wasn't sure if they were going to pull an Intel and say, like, oh, we got the cores. You know, <laughs> no, I, like, I, yeah. I yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just uh, so I'm going to look a uh, story by uh, Dave James over at PC Games in uh, Ryzen 3000 specs. I'm going to imagine this came out a day ago. Uh, he himself says it's looking speculative, even though it's showing up uh, in a tech power up database uh, and in a retailer. But if it's holds, I forget. I don't know where he's getting these these part numbers from. It could be from the original um, adored TV video. Ryzen 9 3800X Zen 2 1632s 39 base 47 turbo. <sighs> Ryzen 7 3700X 1224 42 base 5 Turbo, oh boy, that sounds that just that does, yeah. That's Ryzen 5 3600X, uh, 816, which would be probably what we we saw at CES, uh, with a base of four turbo of four eight, and then Ryzen 3 3300X, oh, that'd be great, uh, 612 35 base four three turbo, uh, uh, Ryzen 3 65 watt TDP, Ryzen 5 is 95, yeah. Ryzen 7 105. And Ryzen 9, 125. That's TDP? Yeah, TDP. So, or who knows? I'm, I'm super curious to see how this goes. Um, because as someone who owns the first gen 1800X, uh, second gen wasn't compelling enough for me to upgrade. But if they manage to make it, so, you know, I have a high, I have a X370 motherboard, so it gets the... Uh, you know, the motherboard BIOS updates. AMD said they provide BIOS updates through like 2020 for these or something. If they're able to make it so that the same motherboard that launched with eight core, 16 thread support, I'm able to buy a 16 core, 32 thread chip and just slot it in there and it works. Uh, that's pretty compelling to me. That's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. And I think they actually just started, vendors have started releasing, um, Steppings for BIOS updates. I don't know if they go back to 370, but definitely 470 boards are getting it. Yeah. What's interesting to me are those uh, supposed clock speeds. Like if, That seems like, really excessive to me. It, I mean, if it actually hits that, I mean, wow, it's pretty compelling. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a new process, so maybe it can do it, which will be the cool thing. I, I'm kind of doubtful, but it's based on everything we've seen so far between Intel and okay. AMD parts. So, Just saying, hypothetically, if those clock speeds are even close to what you're getting, I mean, like if it's close enough to that, and that's what you actually get, even if Intel outdoes it, I still think you're already in a zone at that point where it's like, well, I don't feel like I need to spend more money, at least for me. Oh, you mean if you were to I mean, go out and... Yeah, if, so I'm getting, if I'm getting a base of like four... Yeah, no, I, it's, you know, like... it's pretty awesome, right? That, it's hard to believe. You know, that's why I'm 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 always a little... that That's why we're always spe uh, skeptical of, of rumors. Yes. But yep. It's also entirely possible, too, based because we don't know. No one really knows what the seven nanometer parts are going to bring. I'm a lot more confident in the rumors of 12 and 16 core Ryzen than I am of whatever clock speeds we see these days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. 
I just kind of wonder if that, I mean, it, I mean, as you said earlier, you know, you've got a 16 core Ryzen 9. It's going to be pretty tough to sell people Threadripper because the next step mm-hmm. up is you buy a $2,000 Threadripper. Well, $1,800, but it's still like, it's a big step up. Especially if you have to buy the, uh, I forget the name of the motherboard type now, the, the Threadripper motherboards. That's a big step up in price too. Yep. If you can get yeah. 16 cores in the consumer class, albeit even if it's locked to X570 or X370 or whatever, it's 70 class, uh, that's a big win. Yeah. That would be a big win. Yeah, what's the TDP on the uh, Threadripper chips? I think they're 250. Going off memory, I can't remember exactly. But... So that also does, uh, I mean, all that also would be a great improvement in, you know, thermals as well and within your actual case. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's still so much about cooling. It's still a good, you know, it's a really good content creation part, and you really don't need to to update it just to for for this. Oh right, I'm just saying that we're talking about it from perspective of like consumers buying oh, yeah. thread rippers. It's like if you get 16 cores and a consumer class part, and the TDP is like what you said, 125. Yeah. I mean, that's going to throw off a lot less heat, so you don't have to worry as much about how you build your system. Yeah, no. Especially makes, if you live somewhere hot, it's so much cheaper, right? And then you who only somebody who really needs the crazy storage capabilities of yeah. Threadripper platform would probably go there. So actually, that makes me wonder, Adam, mm. if it was if let's just say these rumors have some weight to them, mm. and you had to choose between a Threadripper class part and like a sixteen thirty two consumer class part, what would you choose for video editing? Uh, I mean, I, I haven't used either, so I, I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I okay. mean, I, I was just curious. Yeah, I think anything past 16 core is probably overkill from what I've seen with, with Gordon's testing. So, okay. yeah, I mean, if if there is a... So for multitasking? Yeah, yeah. Mega, mega multitasking. But still, I, I try not to. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a good way to to go do something else and be like, my machine is encoding. I can't I can't do anything else. I'm just gonna, you know go do something else. Oh, know? so your boss would buy that? For yeah, you. exactly. You're like, yep, hey, yep. what are you doing? <laughs> it looks like you're playing a video game. No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm encoding. I'm encoding out. Yeah, I'm encoding. Oh, that's I, cool. Yeah. I just got you some new 32 core <laughs> PCs to do some. Now you can do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that wouldn't stink, right? Yeah, I and and I mean personally, yeah, I, I mean depending on prices and stuff, just my, for my personal machine, I I couldn't justify anything too crazy. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, what was the other one? There were some Navi rumors, right? Actual. There are. There's some interesting Navi rumors. There's also a not quite Navi rumor that is interesting. Oh. Um. Before we go into Navi, let's talk about just the past couple of days. Uh, people noticed. Going through the AMD Radeon Adrenaline Edition drivers, uh, picking through it, uh, they noticed references to a Radeon RX 630 and 640, which, you know, Navi's coming. People are like, hey, what's going on here? Uh, but according to Tech Power Up, which Tech Power Up is a, a great review site, uh, they also develop GPU-Z, so they know what they're talking Ooh, about I when it comes GPU-Z. to, uh, you know, graphics cards. Um, they said that it shares the same device ID as the existing Radeon RX 550X and 540. So, what does that mean? That means Brand? that's probably just a rebrand. <laughs> We've upgraded the model. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a low end part. That's a low end part. So that's what you expect when the low end parts. If they do have Navi rolling out, you wouldn't expect that in a 640 class card anyway. But yeah, that's showing up in the graphics driver, I guess. Uh, so we might be looking at rebranding that in the future. 
the more interesting thing, it's actually been a week or two, <clears throat> is uh, the Navi PCB reportedly leaked. There's pictures of the Nazi, Navi PCB that came out. Um, the most interesting takeaway at a high level is probably that it's equipped with GDDR6 modules and not HBM. So if you're interested in that, uh, actually, Hardcore Overclocking is the name of the YouTube channel. Uh, it's run by Buildzoid, the electrical genius who works with uh, Gamers Nexus sometime. And he actually took this PCB and did a, like a half-hour breakdown of all that. So if you're interested in that, I would highly recommend go checking that out. Does he think it makes sense, though? Because it does make sense. HPM2 has been this thing that's just kind of like held back a lot of AMD cards, it feels like, because of the it's, pricing. Yeah, it definitely has the pricing and the availability, I would say. Uh, HBM2 is not anywhere near in as much supply as traditional memory chips. Um, I think it le lends credence to the rumors of Navi launching as a mid-range chip. So not a high-end RTX 2080 Ti beater, but something like Polaris was when it came out a couple years ago. It debuted in the Radeon RX 480, which I think launched at 250 or 280 bucks. Uh, and the rumor has been that Navi might be a Polaris replacement rather than a Vega replacement. That's why Vega 7 just came out. Hmm. So I think that lends credence to that. Huh. Would you be disappointed? Um, it... Um, my or determination is, right. is, yeah, price is right. Price is right. Performance is right. Depends how there is. I've seen other rumors that suggest that it will some flavor of Navi. Uh, I don't have the rumor on hand right now, so I can't tell you what it's from. I can't tell you how confident I am in the sourcing. But I saw several places this week that uh, said that the Navi, uh, one of the Navi variants might have RTX 2070 level of performance for about 330 or 360 bucks. So if that winds up being the case, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty exciting. Is it? I, yeah. Because that's a $500 graphics card from NVIDIA, by the way. Uh, 2070 starts at 500 bucks. So. Yeah. Hmm. That's, is it believable, I guess? Is that, I mean, 2070 performance for 300 bucks would be pretty awesome. Yeah, it would be. Uh, 350 it depends because the the 2070 didn't deliver a big jump in performance over the 1080 because it packed in all that ray tracing hardware. So I would assume that Navi would not have all the dedicated ray tracing hardware. Uh, I'm not sure why I assume that other than the fact that AMD hasn't publicly mentioned any sort of ray tracing hardware in Navi. None of the rumors have suggested it. But the uh, PlayStation so is going to have a Brad. PlayStation's going to have it. That means Navi's going to have it. I read that. That's true. That's true. It could. You read that in my excellent article, in fact. Uh, but yeah, but if that's true, I mean, if they stripped all that stuff out, then I could see them undercutting the RTX 2070. Especially it's 7 nanometer process. Yeah, that's true, too. In it, although that, it seems counterintuitive because 7 nanometer is going to be the pricier TSMC process, so... It's not like they're like, hey, yeah, we're going to give you the 7 nanometer at the same price we were selling you at 12 or 14. It's going to be pricier. So. Well, that's what they did with uh, Polaris. That's what they did with the RX 480, 5, 580. It started there. It, much, it took Vega like a year and a half to come out after Polaris launched. So, I mean, they launched 14 nanometer. I forget if they were 14 or 12 nanometer technically. It's the same thing. Uh, but they, they started right in the mid-range and... I still think the RX 580, RX 480 still holds up great, so I wouldn't. I don't rule that out whatsoever. Um, although it's funny because I mean the 2070 
is a five hundred dollar video card, right? Roughly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, everybody is like, "Well, ten seventy was a three hundred dollar video card, so three fifty. Ten seventy is three fifty, I think. Yeah, three fifty. Three fifty. So, like, it sort of brings it back to where pricing. Ten seventy launched at four. Was it twenty or four fifty? Yeah. So, like, three, yeah. it was like a three eighty. So it could actually, it could actually bring twenty seventy back to yep. the pricing. Could have been if if they can actually compete on price, which would be great. Because that was the big complaint with the RTX series, right? That, you know, traditional game performance was flat. It's all about the new technology. If AMD kind of forces the hand, at least with the 2070, then, I mean, consumers win. Right. What do you, do you, uh, I'm going to reference another rumor. This is an NVIDIA rumor by Dave James over at PC Games End again. Rumor, rumor, rumor. It's all over the rumor stuff. Uh, NVIDIA is going to counter AMD's Navi with refreshed 16 gigabit per second Turing graphics cards. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Ooh. I can tell you my initial reaction to that is I don't care either way. Yeah. <laughs> because they did that with the 10 series. Uh, when Vega came out, I believe was the time frame. NVIDIA gave, I think it was the 1060 and 1080, you know, a slightly faster memory. I think it was two gigabytes per second like that again. And it made functionally no difference. I don't think it's going to make a difference if they'd bothered to do it with the RTX series either. It's sort of like <laughs> that, that 1070 Ti part, which made no sense, right? It just wanted, it was just because they wanted to be faster, even though no one was going to buy it. Yep. They wanted to, they wanted to beat AMD, which so, is the reason that I wouldn't be surprised if we get a RTX refresh later this year, much just, later this year, just to be a little faster, just a little bit more because I don't think Nvidia is going to like AMD being the first to seven nanometer. Yeah, but no, it won't be seven. Oh, I see. But it'll be still older, older process Turing cores. Yeah. Uh, Are you saying seven nanometer I video? I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get. A, I would not be surprised if we see the slightly faster memory in RTX cards. I would also not be surprised if much later than now, Nvidia introduces this new GPU generation this year rather than next year, like a lot of people think they will. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Where are the other? Are there any rumors left? Uh, well, we we had a couple people uh, back when we were talking about the uh, AMD at E three thing that it doesn't necessarily mean Navi, you know, because obviously they're going to be announcing or they're going to be talking more about next gen uh, consoles. So maybe AMG just talks about their their console stuff. Like what, that's that's possible, right? You know? I, so maybe I, we shouldn't I get too high. I think that. Typically in the console space, like AMD's, like whenever you ask like Lisa Sue or anybody else about it, they'll go, we let our partners talk about mm-hmm. their consoles mm-hmm. and they don't ever say anything mm-hmm. about it. Yep. And True. the fact that we know that Navi is looking to be roughly mid-year launch, I, if you're going to get hype about Navi, I think that would be the event to get hype for. It makes it's a natural fit, but who knows, right? I mean, at this point, and E three is games. I agree. I agree. They're they're in the consoles, but I doubt that they would have a big highlight event just to be like, hey, yeah. you know what yeah. they just announced at the Xbox show? Yeah, what they said. It's, yeah, exactly. Because AMD doesn't typically say anything during E three. It's much more of a console show. Is it really more so? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's why I've never been there before. <laughs> I've been, and it's awesome. Really? It, it, it is. Yeah. You just have to love games because they're a lot of them are multi-platform. It's all about the games, Gordon. Yeah, I mean, I like to play games. 
Do there, you? there is a PC gaming show, right? I forget if they still hold yeah, that. Actually, yeah, actually, Gamer does that. Yeah, I was looking for it. Uh, yeah, they are going to be running another one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that started like maybe four years ago? Five years. It's their yeah. fifth, or I guess it's their fifth one. So yeah, they've so four done years four. ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, I think 2015 is when they started it. But they don't that say who. 2014, 2015. <laughs> Do they say who's sponsoring it this year? That be. I, I actually looked. I looked, and it didn't say. It did not say. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because it wonder, was like Intel. I wonder and if AMD's and... like can't fund it this year, guys, because we are mm-hmm. uh, doing our own thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's see. We got. <clears throat> so I, I just want to get right up. Do we think 16 core Ryzen 3000 is going to happen? Oh, I'm sorry. Real quick. Oh, uh, I corrected. It's well. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. brought to you by, but it's powered by the Epic Game Store. Oh. So if that's not telling, oh. yeah. Wow, okay. So. Man, Epic is just tossing that money around, yeah. aren't they? Oh, by the way, we're brought to you by Epic Game Store. Oh, yeah, no, Store. it is. Our, our, our sponsors, uh, presenting sponsor, Epic Game Store, official sponsor, the, there's some smaller ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that always happens, yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're pushing that hardcore. Yeah. Just like, whew. I've got a bunch of great free games, so. On the Epic Store? So, yes. Yeah, on the Epic Store. Okay, uh, so, they... yeah, I think 16-core Ryzen 3000 will happen. I don't know if it'll necessarily happen immediately, but I think it's going to happen this year. So, no for, no? Okay. Wait, no. What's the no for? Well, I mean, I'm just, Brad is kind of saying, ah, we probably won't see it Wait, this year. Okay, so, yes, yes, you do believe in it. No. You, believe, yeah. you believe in this power of 16-cores Ryzen 3000. Sorry, what do you I... think? You're the expert. Right? You're the guy. <laughs> I think, do you think they'll launch with the 16 core if they have one? I think there were, I, I actually think, I mean, everybody was, at, at CES, everybody was very doubtful. I talked to a bunch of journalists who I respect cover hardware CPUs, and they're very doubtful. There were a lot of reasons they didn't think so. All, all indications are it'll happen, right? There's just no reason for them not to. What do you think on timing, though? Oh, I think it'll just show up. I think I think that they're going to have a blowout. I think my guess. I have no idea what the heck AMD is going to happen. Talking about it at Computex, but my guess is yeah, they're going to. They want something. She's doing a keynote. You want a knockout punch on Intel in Intel's worst yeah. year in a long time. You're going to do 16 core consumer CPUs for, you know, at Ryzen nine. It makes sense to call it Ryzen nine to compete mm-hmm. with Core yep. i nine. So well, I'm. And it makes it makes even more sense because they bumped down the pricing of Ryzen seven last last round, right? So now it's three hundred and thirty bucks is what twenty seven hundred X launched yeah. at. They could do sixteen core for five hundred bucks. Yeah, it'll be price yeah. competitive with Core i nine. It feels like. Yeah, I mean they didn't have anything in that slot for this current generation anyway, because we we all wondered if they were going to do a twenty eight hundred X and they didn't. So yeah, that, I know that spot is currently vacant and i know people want you know basically 16 cores for the price of a ryzen 7 i mean everyone wants it (laughs) it doesn't seem realistic to me it doesn't make sense to why not go all the way because it's getting most people don't need it i that's why those clock speeds are a little weird in that chart i i if if that's what holds because i you know most people are going to want that ryzen 7 part yep I, oh, but that's four two five, yeah. So you get that's the highest clock. It's pretty good. It makes the most sense. Still pretty good. Oh, for the twelve core, so that's sort of where that that sweet spot, probably two, two six six core dies, I guess. So I'm going to counter and say that that 
that part the 16 core is not going to be available at launch uh, and here's why is because uh, amd they need to go out there and throw punches and they need to throw clock speed punches rather than core count punches like if there's anywhere to bring it to intel it's with clock speed like sure you can add more cores but i think people are going to be way more excited about maintaining clock speeds well but the ryzen 7 if you're looking at if these clocks are real at all, four two to five. That's that's a ball game. That's a real ball game right there. That's... I think what he means specifically on the Ryzen. Oh, high on the high end part. Yeah. Is, well, is, is that? I mean, if they go up there and say, "Hey, number one, we have high clocks. Hey, number two, we have you know even more cores." Like, I, I think they're just going to go on and they're going to focus on, hey, we have higher clocks, you know, more cores. We can always save that for a later announcement. Yeah, I think this one is just going to double down on but high clocks. But what's the Intel equivalent, though? Because, I mean, if their clock speeds for this very high core part are still roughly in the neighborhood of what the highest, you know, um, highest chip available for Intel is, then they could still get away with doing this. Because my, my take is similar to Gordon's, which is that historically they've always come out with their top line part first because they want to say they want to have that mic drop mic drop moment. Um, you know, they don't seed the lower parts uh, necessarily as the, as the highlight. Well, but if if all the lower parts like are par on par for clock speeds, like like that's that's what everyone's you know wanting is is uh, the I don't clock disagree, speeds to be I don't matched. disagree with that yeah. part. I'm just <laughs> saying that when you want to get someone's attention, you always start with the most dazzling thing first, right? Where you're just like, boom, sixteen cores, thirty two threads, and you can probably overclock this to four four gigahertz. Base. You don't. You don't think high clocks would be dazzling. Four, four is the base. I Three think high clocks would be pretty dazzling. Three nine is the base, so you could Three probably easily overclock. Yeah, overclock that to a four base. Right. Or so. I mean, well, base. I mean, we don't. Again, we don't. It's hard to, to figure out where a seven nanometer part's going to fall. It, it could run decent at a decent high clock all the time too. Mm-hmm. So base could. You know, we don't. Maybe they'll go with an Intel model where base is really sort of worst case scenario. Rather than where it's going to be most of the time. That would be nice. I I just kind of think like, yeah, you want to, you know, you want to make an impact. You go with, hey, we're doing 16 cores, 450. Damn. I mean, look at where it's 16 cores. 450. Holy crap. That's all I, I need to do right there, Adam. Just I, the price 420 thing. 420 plays it. Man, they, they, but they've been, they've been <laughs> well, pushing. Well, could be 480, you know, because yeah, it's i9 They're basically looking at 9900K. Intel, of course, there's rumors of a 10-core part. That they're going to do with in coffee, yep. you know, coffee lake cores. I mean, what room did they say anything in those rumors about clock speed? Uh, for the Intel parts, I haven't really yeah. kept track, but I, I haven't either. I think That's it's, why. I, you know, it's hard to see it getting it, it probably, I can't see it holding against the nine. I mean, it's not going to be five gigahertz like the 9900K most of the time, I wouldn't think, but it's possible. No, that Who would waste the threads, but maybe, well, I mean, but it's only 10 cores, so you're allowed. You're only adding two more cores, so yeah. maybe they just like we've we, <laughs> we've been saving these these really special ones for this day. So maybe it'll be ten cores near five gigahertz, four eight. You know, yeah, so. I guess so. I don't know. I I just feel like for the past couple of years, AMD has come out there and been like more more uh, more cores, more cores. You know, like yeah. just every year, and it's like oh sweet, more cores, and then you know, like I think it starts to wear off of like. 
cool. Okay, they're giving us more cores. You know, like I, I just, I don't know if that's going to be dazzling enough. Really? Yeah. Because I, I mean, you weren't. I remember when Second Gen Threadripper came out, and we were talking about like how they doubled the cores. You know, for the same price or whatever. You know, and it's just like, okay, that's exciting. But it wasn't as exciting as the first time they came out and said, "Hey, look at these crazy ass Threadrippers." Well, you know, like you get diminishing those. returns, right? Yeah. Which is why they've done this whole core narrative like three years in a row but now 30 32 cores was just that was just amazing Ridiculous. crazy i mean yeah it's hard to i mean it's been what still I, I'm, just, I'm just saying i don't I'm just saying like i don't a, think you're wrong about yeah. that i but i do think for people who are going to be looking at a part like this that are already enticed by more cores if you can get those cores to run at four gigahertz that's for me a baseline Plus. of like yeah so that's already for me a baseline of like I got both. I've got both ends now. Like I have everything I want. I don't necessarily need to maximize um, in terms of clock speed. Yeah, it's just about the market. That's all. Why yeah. not both? I mean, they could launch with the 16 core chip. It launched to dazzle on that front. You know, blaze through your workloads for four hundred and twenty dollars. Uh, and then they could also have the eight core part for the same three hundred thirty bucks. If they get that close to five gigahertz, then that's you know. 8800k for 170 bucks cheaper well it's 12 uh 1224 for that 42 for the ryzen 7 part so in theory they should be above whatever this 10 core intel part will be as far as multi-thread loads but i you know i mean i guess the pricing it's hard to say that's why rumors are always like who knows right i mean i i will be interesting to to see if we all if i mean because originally uh, you got to give credit to adored they had the the uh Mm -hmm. The original 16 core story and it's held through this for about a year and a half right it feels like a year his uh his rtx uh predictions or sources have also held up really well yeah, so you know that's if they we actually land where those rumors were that's pretty impressive you know so okay so is this segue i was about to say you oh. think it's gonna get announced at computex which of these do you think is gonna happen like in two weeks i think oh, i think uh, ryzen 9 I think we're going to see 16 core. I think we're going to see everything at, at Computex. Makes it makes everything the most sense. Rides. Everything you think rising. We're see Abby? I don't know. It's hard to say, right? I think there'd be probably a lot of mobile stuff, probably a lot of desktop stuff. You know, the E3 thing makes a lot of sense unless it's console. Well, historically, has Computex been a place for GPU announcements? Uh, Nvidia does them. Oh yeah, they they have. Uh, what was it? Polaris, before Polaris, it was announced at Computex, I believe. Okay. No, no, it wasn't. Something was announced at Computex, though, because there, uh, there was an AMD event out in Malaysia I could go to. Because I, I feel like more often we hear about like uh, CPU announcements yeah, at agree. Computex than we do GPU announcements. Uh, it depends. I mean, for when, NVIDIA, when the timing lines up for NVIDIA, they do their launches there. A lot of laptop stuff there. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've done desktop right. stuff. Right. I just mean that I, I have trouble thinking of AMD doing a dual launch or a dual announcement. That seems like a that's, lot. That's what I agree with. I, I would not be surprised if they have separate Keystone events for each. Or it's reversed. Maybe we see Navi and <laughs> Uh, you know, but they they could also be like, hey, and for more Navi information, go to E3. Maybe, you know? who knows, yeah. right? So maybe, maybe they might have something. 
but, but you know, for both. But here's the thing, though. Would you really announce a 16 core 32 thread part at E3 unless you really, <laughs> unless you're really targeting the streamers? I just feel like that's not quite the right event for no, it. No, I think it's that might be better for GDC. No, no, it is perfect. <laughs> you know why? PlayStation's got eight cores, okay? We only got a quad core PC. We got eight cores. <laughs> What do you, whose voice is that? That's just somebody I like, don't know. go back to the original console launches. Like, oh, look, we got more cores. We got any cores. I was too busy thinking about how much I like the motion picture. Yeah. yeah. Motion I mean, picture. we should, we should you go know, watch it. Come it's on, a great you movie. Know. Yeah. Anyway. And uh, it's convenient so. to brag about a spec. It's suddenly like, yeah, it's, it could, it's entirely possible. I'm just saying, it, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I'm not saying, it's, I mean, everything is possible. I got any cores in my console latency. I'm just saying it's improbable. I actually, I actually expected the Haswell part. I know. (laughs) Up until two hours ago, I expected to see both Navi and Ryzen 3000 at Computex, but since they just announced that E3 event, I 100% think that's going to be Navi. Uh, We'll see. It could be what's class. What's what's the code name past Navi? Uh, Next gen. Oh, <laughs> it's so far out it doesn't have a name. It's like that. Hashtag okay. wait for next gen. What do you, uh, uh, so do you guys think we'll see anything out of like Intel or NVIDIA? What do you guys think about the other big players there? You know, I think it's too soon to see anything out of Intel, but I would love for them to drop some kind of hint because they've been slurping up all of the, that talent from other companies. It would be nice for them to kind of hint at what they're working on. I think yeah, talk about the GPUs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Intel will, you know, the, clearly they don't have too many parts to talk about. I think they're going to, I think. Oh, no. Oh, what was that? That's a Brad. Oh, no. Losing his connection. Oh, no. Look, this is reconnecting. Poor Brad. There is poor network Brad, connection. Brad, come back. Brad, come back. And uh, we're uh, trying to get back with our correspondent from Kabul. He's got uh, breaking news <laughs> on the new Intel. Uh, he's not in Kabul. Launch. Uh, he's not coming back. Uh no, I was saying he's not in Kabul. Kabul. No, he's not. He's yeah. in the the wilds of New England. <laughs> yeah. Was he in New England or is he in New Hampshire? I don't know. New I was England fr- is the entirety. I don't of even that. understand that whole New England thing. <laughs> like, yeah, Pat's it's like you're not even from Boston. You're like from 200 miles away. That's oh. like that's like Trailblazers fans. Like, yeah, Warriors. Okay. No, you don't. You got. We're Sorry, really uh, R- Rusty has just <laughs> informed us that uh, Intel and Nvidia didn't want Brad to spill any secrets. I guess so not. They, they cut off his feed. I um, oh, there no. no, we lost him. I'm uh, wondering. I'm gonna. What should I rate this call quality? One, I think that's a zero. One. <laughs> I don't think I can do zero. Uh, all right, let's see if we can uh, reconnect Get with Brad. End. Oh yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm not even going to give you feedback on that one. Oh, this is great for audio listeners. Oh my goodness. I didn't need to know what I looked like. Uh, 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 oh, is he back? There Yay. he is. I'm back. Yay. Oh, look, the quality right. came back. Uh, All so right. I- NVIDIA and, and Intel let you back. Uh, they, they cut you off because you're going to spill the secrets, right? Weird. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Self-censoring. I forget what we were talking about. We're so talking Intel about uh, Intel. What do we expect Intel from Intel Compu- and NVIDIA? Computex. Intel specifically, I think it'll be a lot of mobile stuff. They've been very much into defending mobile stuff. So, you know, they, what did they just do? They did, uh, 
Actually, yeah. Do you, do you think AMD will talk about mobile stuff at Computex then too? Because I, I mean, think yeah. they're getting those those ThinkPads. We did a video. Go watch it on our YouTube. The uh, the AMD coming to the main line of ThinkPads is is a big deal. I my my feeling is there will be a lot of AMD mobile stuff because it's you know people seem pretty happy with the AMD parts uh, with this current generation in laptops. So I think we're going to see it a lot more laptops with, and it's been a while. It takes a while to build a laptop running a new CPU. I think we're going to probably see a lot more Ryzen laptops at Computex. Hmm. I think we're going to see desktop. I think Intel is going to want to defend that. They also want to defend mobile, right? Because mobile is where it's at, or it's where all the action is, honestly. So they're going to want to probably defend that. GPU stuff, I don't know what there's talk about because there won't be a part till next year, but, I know. you know, maybe a party. You know, <laughs> I uh, didn't really think throw uh, some dirt I'm not sure them? that there will be AMD laptops because has has any of the previous Ryzen generations has uh laptop launched alongside desktop? Um, a little, nah, not uh, trying to think, not but, really. Are they on the same timelines though? Like, are they necessarily going to be well? A lot of the Picasso parts are still 12 nanometer too, right? It's not, we're not mm-hmm. looking at seven mm-hmm. nanometer, um. Right. Rising three thousand, so but I think it's probably those designs that have been sort of cooking for a year are going to finally come out now. Mm-hmm. It won't be the main thing that they're going to be focused on, but the fact that you actually have AMD mobile parts, not you know, hey, we took a desktop part and threw it into a laptop kind of stuff. Right, that's more what I, that's exactly what I was thinking. So I I think it's you know I think we're going to see a decent amount of AMD laptops and Computex. That'd be nice. Uh, and I think Intel. I mean, we're going to, we've seen our first ninth gen i7s. I don't think anybody has seen an eight core ninth gen yet, which I'm very interested in seeing because uh, core i9. You mean in laptops? In laptops. Uh, Not not the Alienware with the desktop part, but a a true 45 watt TDP H part. H uh, H chips. Yeah, so I think that's a good time to show off the H part there. A lot of yeah, vendors. Yeah, so they just, what was it, last week introduced all those, was it a week or two ago they introduced all those yeah. desktop and laptop parts? So you're thinking that Computex will be where their partners show off functioning yeah. designs? I mean, there's a reason why nobody has seen a Core i9 laptop in the world. I don't, at least I haven't kept track, but I don't think I've seen a review of the of the H part in Core i9 yet. So it would make sense to hold it for Computex so they can talk about it. Because it's going to be an impressive part you know I, we just did a video ran this morning on the hp with the core i9 yep nine you know uh eight core and and all the comments so far are about uh throttling <laughs> right so everybody is very skeptical yeah. right everybody's like oh my god this thing is just gonna like they, ha- they have something to prove and we'll see right if the parts can hold you know they have two i think we talked about this last time when mark was on but they have two parts they have an i9 unlock part and then have a locked i9 part for and, yeah, for mobile. Hmm. They're both H parts, but I'm going to guess the the locked part, non-K part. I mean, there's probably some slight overclocking you could do, but it's it's meant for, you know, four or five pound laptops. And then they'll probably have the un, the unlock part will probably show up in larger, you know, six, seven pound laptops, you yeah. know, like the 17 those, inches. Like those gaming laptops where you don't quite want a full socketed part, but you want some yeah. power. Yeah. I think one of the issues with 8th gen Core i9 was we've got an 8 core uh, Core i9. Oh, I want to buy this for my laptop. Uh, really? I mean, it's not, you know, people, that's why so vendors are like, we're going to put it in the XPS 15. We're going to put it in the MacBook Pro 15. Not really the greatest thermal envelope yep. places that really sort of because i think if you get decent 
thermal dissipation, it's a decent part. I mean, it's definitely faster than the i7 version because you got higher clocks. Yep. But vendors threw them into these really thin and light gaming or non-gaming laptops, essentially. And so everybody's like, oh, they're throttling, throttling, throttling. So if they sort of make, here's a part you use for a non-high-end, you know, thick laptop, and then here's the one you use in a thick laptop. But, you know, I mean, then, you know, what will happen is Apple will throw the A-Core K part into a MacBook Pro 15 because that's what they sell to their customers. <laughs> and they'll buy it. And they'll buy it, right? Because, oh, it's the highest end part. I want that. But, look, no, this you is... don't want this. They're still going to it. It just works at 50% performance capacity. <laughs> yeah. This isn't really that different, though, than their previous uh, iterations of the H part, though. Uh, well. Because, I mean, you, you did see, I mean, it's, it was a lot more rare, but you did see on occasion the unlocked version of a 45 watt part. Yeah. On the so, ga- in the gaming laptops, rather. But the big difference is the i9 uh, H parts now actually have two more cores. Whereas the previous version, it was higher clocks, which, you know, you could only hit under certain circumstances with really good cooling. So now these i9 parts, they're really they're really worth having this core i9 in in mm, laptops. Okay. Is it's a, a real you know two more cores is a big difference. It's worth having if you can keep it cool. Well, n- not even necessarily because if uh, people get a little freaked out by it, I always see all the comments like, "Oh, it's going to throttle, it's going to throttle." But if you have eight cores and you really are running a multi-threaded benchmark or workload, not bench, nobody runs benchmark except for us. <laughs> if you're really running a multi-threaded render. And the clocks fall off overall, and you're finishing at like two eight three two, right? That's still probably going to be faster than a six core part running at three seven. I mean, most of the time, if if you're really running running something that can really use all those those threads and that is is you know really good code, you'll get more performance out of more cores, right? So you're looking at sixteen threads versus twelve threads. You give up five hundred megahertz; it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. So it it'll work off there and then also if you are like well what about workloads that are non multi-threaded well then if the core i9 can hold you know uh three or four cores at like four eight that's just as good as i7 at three or four cores at four eight or four seven so really you still get those cores for the multi-threaded workloads at a lower clock possibly but you still get the high clocks on the lighter thread loads so it's sort of all the so it all depends on the OEM and the tuning by Intel and everybody to make sure that it performs as well. But, you know, and I'm going to say I was very skeptical of the 8700K or not the 8700K, the 9700K being faster than the 8700K because you're looking at a, a 12 thread, a, a 6, 612 part versus an 888 part. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, most of the, the benchmarks proved me wrong. The, the 9700K was faster most of the time just because it was very high clocks. So, you know, eight let me ask you a question on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. So we're sitting here talking about the high end gaming parts here. Uh, Intel has said that they expect 10 nanometer CPUs to be out by the holiday season. Um, Computex and IFA are really the only big events before the holiday season to show off something like that and to start showing off laptop designs. Do you think that we'll see 10 nanometer laptop parts from Intel at Computex? Oh, boy. Yeah. It's entirely possible, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only so many chances the rest of this year. Yeah, what else is there? What there's any non-gaming shows left? Or of course, maybe they just they just get to Eva. Eva's in what August? Yeah, and that's uh, what is September, that? September wasn't it? Eva is a mobile focused. Mm, it's it's kind no, of it's all things IoT. Yeah, I think Gamescom yeah. is August, and I think Eva is September. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, you know. 
or maybe they just maybe it's in such low volume they don't really it's not a really big launch too it's just simply they let partners introduce new laptops yeah and you go without the big dog and pony show filter in through all the back to school type things can you imagine if that happens if they finally get around to launching 10 nanometer parts in in volume i mean they had those neutered versions last year uh but then it's not a big deal, and they don't even have a formal launch for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that that doesn't make any sense because you really want the headlines because you want to calm investors' nerves. You want to make sure people feel that you're still in control of things. So, I mean, yeah, maybe Computex makes sense, Brad. I mean, it's entirely possible, right? They didn't they just talk about uh, some parts? They talked about a bunch of stuff last week. So who knows what's happening, right? I mm-hmm. and you know, and laptops are where the fight is for the most part. They don't want to lose. They don't want to lose ground to AMD on laptops, or or data center, but definitely on not on the laptops either. So, desktops is something they can just always kind of get back to. I think hmm. from their point of view. Uh, um, it sounds like IFA September and Gamescom's August. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So IFA kind of makes sense then, I guess. If if it doesn't show up at Computex, it would probably show up in mass at, at IFA. Do you expect anything out of Nvidia? <sighs> I don't think so. Covered you know? the big guys. <laughs> I I. It does for a copy text. I don't. I mean, it just doesn't seem like it, which is a surprise, because um, we're we're two weeks away from everybody getting on a plane to go to mm-hmm. copy text. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing like, hey, we got our big thing, my Bob. You need to show up to. Do you? Th- the thing is, is that E3 is then just like a week and a half, almost two weeks after Computex. So to let's say that AMD is announcing something related to Navi at E3. Okay. It would be out of NVIDIA's normal playbook to do something to try to undercut that. Do you think Computex would be too soon for that? Yeah. It kind of makes I, sense. If I we, wouldn't be surprised if there's a 1650 Ti at some point, but I don't think they would try to counter Navi with that. Depends on where Navi is, I guess. You know, I, it's kind of yeah. funny. Sometimes I think NVIDIA knows more about what AMD is doing. Then. Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Just, this just in breaking news. Uh, it says NVIDIA is going to have a press conference at E3. I'm just kidding. No, oh. that's a joke. <laughs> I, you know, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense for gaming, graphics. Even though you I've got eight more cores in my console. Um, I, I, yeah, it kind of makes sense. I think it does feel like uh, E3 is shaping up to be the graphics fight. I mean, I really, it's been radio silence for NVIDIA. They're not, you know, it's not like a big, big deal. I'm, we do know at CES, they were definitely, you know, willing to scrap with AMD just by, you know, stepping on them. And oh, right yeah. after their press conference, right? <laughs> they got a lot of attention for it. So maybe they're just like, yeah, you know, there's nothing. That kind of maybe says something about what's what's happening with other companies. Hmm. I uh, between Computex and E3, I'm not sure which one would be which because they're so close together. Out of Nvidia, I don't think we'll see new GPU launches aside from possibly a 1650 Ti Loki launch. Uh, I hope to see the G-Sync HDR monitors a year ago or so. They announced uh, ultra wide versions of them, and they haven't come out yet. I hope we see follow up to that. Hmm. And I hope that with Google Stadia getting so many headlines, they finally that, yeah. pull GeForce Now out of beta yeah. and or at least provide more information about what to expect when it comes out of beta. Because it's been in beta for two years or some such. Yeah. But they've they've basically given a ton of people free access. I just access, said some though, such. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NVIDIA Shield yeah. TV 2. I'll, I'll take one of those. Yeah. You think it'll happen? Yeah. 
I still use mine all the time. It's like what? It's great. The reason you use it is because it still beats the pants off of anything else. No, they yeah. had a refresh a couple years ago. Okay. Yeah. But it's still Tegra X, X1, yeah. was it? I mean, it yep. really wasn't that much. Well, it's just the same as the Switch. Yeah. I, I, It's the Cadillac of Android streaming boxes. It so. is. It's awesome. Although the Android TV market is, yeah. Pretty much dead. That's, you mean Roku? No, because <laughs> that's really unfair to being dead. You know, because dead would mean like <laughs> dead. It lives at some point. This is more like it works. I only have five apps, but I'm no, not dead. come on, Roku, Roku. Roku's been integrated in a lot of televisions. Roku, Roku is different yeah. from Android TV, though. Yeah, it's a different Roku's operating system. system. Is it? Yeah, I thought it was still yeah. built on Android. Oh, no, okay. no, no. Okay, no, but it's just I. Android TV is just sort of like, yeah, it, it's in purgatory. It's just like we still are alive, but we're not dead. At least if you're dead, you're in the big slumber and you're resting. <laughs> you're just kind of like you're just in that floating in this big emptiness, waiting for more apps to come and. And no apps ever come. I tell you what, though, I would like to see, I'm not predicting it, I would like to see a more affordable version of the Shield TV, because at this point, like y'all said, it's still using the same chip, and it's three or four years old, and I would love to get one of those. I think they're amazing. Like, I, that would really fit well in my household, but it's real hard to justify spending $200 on one of them for me. Mm-hmm. They, but if they if yeah. they cut it down and made a $100 version with some reduced, you know, so I could stream my games and still use Android TV and stuff, like... I'd be all over that. Yeah, I think typically on sale they'll go down to about like one forty, one fifty, and it includes the controller sometimes. But that's mm-hmm. like the best I've seen. So if they actually, yeah, same, came I've out, been looking for years. Yeah, if they've come out with huh. a lower end model, it would put them in more households. But I don't think really that's what Nvidia's goal is. Yeah, they well, could unless the GeForce Now stuff. thing. You know, like if they came out and said, hey, GeForce Now coming out of beta, and here's how you get a $99 box under your TV, you know, mm-hmm. GeForce TV or Shield TV. I guess, I guess yeah, I guess a cost-effective version, if they made a cheaper one, I mean, because the, the Shield TV, if, if the console, whatever you want to call it, it's it's. <laughs> they it's call it built, a console. It's like at $200, it's, it's like, it's really nice. I mean, it really is mm-hmm. just like, it's... They, yeah, they built the thing like a tank. But you could spend another fifty dollars or whatever and get an Xbox One. Yeah, so it's tough. It does seem like you then you get a console version. at that point. You know, it's just dirty. Shield TV. They actually call it a console. Yeah, but could, I don't think he considers time. it. Can a you console. do everything? <laughs> can you do all the streaming stuff on? I paid. Obviously, I don't pay attention. But like, can you do all the capabilities of a an Android streaming device on a on a? What do you Xbox. mean by that? Like, just like Netflix and all that? Well, I mean, there's only 50 apps, but the 50 <laughs> apps in Android TV actually work really well as Android device-based devices. I mean, Netflix works really well. YouTube's okay. I'm not always a huge fan of the interface on YouTube on, uh, like, these media-type devices, but it works well. And I don't think you can uh, cast, like, from your from your phone to an Xbox, right? No. No. But, yeah. I mean, you yeah. can do stuff like set up Kodi and Plex and other stuff, though, mm-hmm. so, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like it's. I I think it, I really see the Shield console, even though it's, it's not really a console. It really, I really <laughs> see. Huh? The sh- There's a smile <laughs> on your face as Gordon gets like I can see as he's winding up. No, like, I mean, really, I was thinking of Cody. Yes, you can set up Cody as to watch out your totally legal DVD rips. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See. Uh, but Shield console is really a. It is a media consumption device more than anything. Yeah. You can do the whole gaming thing, but that's probably very few people doing sure. it. I think it's I'm just saying for $200, like if someone 
looks i feel like people who buy a shield tv are very different MSRP. audience than people who are just looking to stream something so if you're someone who's just looking to stream something you're more likely to go out there and say like oh like if i wait for a really good sale i can get an xbox one or even like a playstation 4 you know like a little bit more than that but at least i can play games on it yeah i mean I, I, can, I can see that because you know nvidia is such a huge brand with gamers Yet this device is yeah, it lives in the Android world, which is not really Carrot about gaming. You know, it's just not really. A, <laughs> but the whole Google, you know, integration is nice. I mean, it works. I mean, thank God for the Google parts. Otherwise, who would care about it at all? But so, yeah, hundred dollars would be interesting. I don't know if that's something yeah. they would do though. Yeah, who knows? I don't know like, if they would, but I would love it. I want to yeah. get in on it. I just can't justify two hundred dollars for a streaming box. It'd be great. I, Even guess, if it does let me stream GeForce now and game stream or whatever the technology to stream from your game pc is like it's awesome like i would love one of those but i just can't spend 200 bucks but what do you use for your um tv streaming for these days i have a fire tv stick that is awful garbage and constantly <laughs> crashes and buffers and i can't wait to replace it with something else oh yeah like for <laughs> my my family i got them a roku 3 because it has like an ethernet jack on it and so it just it really helps with all that crashing and burning that you know wireless sticks have <laughs> i would say you know i would say uh, you know what i mean why put people through that get just get the i mean get a shield when it's on sale at 150 140 because all the all the accessories they're really top notch controller's nice you get your voice integration it's still 140 bucks man uh, and more? it can stream. It can stream from your computer. And Katamari Damacy just came out for Steam a few months ago, so I could probably sell my wife on this now. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's just well, and it's nice if you watch a lot of Netflix, Amazon videos are on there now. Finally, um, Hulu, all those, all those sort of like you know cord cutting apps in there are at mm -hmm. least strong. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it's. Uh, I don't really know the Xbox experience, but yeah. I'm not looking. Can't imagine why you wouldn't. Hold up! I don't want to buy an Xbox to, <laughs> to you know. I just. I know you don't. It's uh, just nice to get the 10 foot UI with the little yeah. you notes know, yeah. mic. It's a, yeah. it's a really solid. It it's a solid thing. It Rokers are awesome. Uh, no. Yes, there. Uh, Gordon, any more rumors? Uh, or no, no, sorry, not rumors. Predictions, because we so. we're running out of time. Oh, we we, we got to do oh, questions. Good. Yeah. All right, let's go. Because I got to go. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Uh, are, are we ready for questions? Any more predictions? No? Questions. Anybody? Wait. Predictions? Any predictions? Question it questions? up. Questions. All right. Questions. Uh, here's some that have been piling up uh, over the hour from uh, from the internet. Uh, Chiruku, uh, any ideas what the fans of for the X570 chipsets could actually cool, as in what is making the chip create such a heat output? Um, the Chipset from the motherboard? I have no idea. Is I'm not that, are sure. Are there fans the... on the motherboard? Is that what they're referring to? Um, I'm not sure. I haven't. Sorry. What does this Biostar board have? Like a? I need to look to see if it has giant fans on it. Yeah, it does have a fan. Yeah. Hmm. It's on the south bridge. Or... I can't tell because I. Oh wait. The fans have been on motherboards for a while. I mean, that was a big deal. I mean, obviously, you put cooling all over your. Dang, where's okay? Where's the picture? I can't tell anything from this low res pictures here. Wait, let me, let me download the PDF. Well, at what what would it cool? Well, you know, most of the functionality is in the CPU itself, but my guess is you probably want to. What the heck is even in that Southbridge chip? 
Oh, God, come on. Uh, why don't we move to the next question while you're bringing that up? Uh, Rusty, a friend of the show, Rusty's asking, uh, I wanted to ask for some hot takes on the partnership AMD has with Cray and the Department of Energy on the new supercomputer for, yeah. What do you think? AMD supercomputing. Great for them. I mean, it's been a while since you could put those things together. Uh, <laughs> I think that government regulations make it so you got to come up with competing designs and stuff like that. So I'm not sure how big of a win it is. I haven't looked into it too far because, you know, we don't cover supercomputing very much here at PC World. Uh, but, I mean, that's great. That shows that AMD is in a position where it can power a supercomputer. And it's going to be the world's most powerful supercomputer. <clears throat> supercomputer when it comes out so nice. i mean you couldn't have said that that would have not been within the realm of possibility three years ago so i think it just shows how far amd has come nice uh and for the the motherboard uh question earlier uh peter has linked in the chat to a buildzoid analysis of the board ah. so yeah buildzoid. Buildzoid's yeah. wild you know man. Should follow his channel yeah we should uh just refer to buildzoid uh next question uh jose vincent santos aguilar uh navi is not a star like polaris and vega so is it a new architecture um i believe they've said it's still based on gcn and the reason next gen is called next gen is because it in theory moves to a new architecture i'm not sure if that's official or if just rumored but i believe uh navi is based on gcn so, I mean, GCN graphics, what is it? GC graphics card next? I forget. Uh, but it's been around since like the Hawaii days, like the 290, 390 kind of a deal. And they've all, it's been iterations based on that core architecture ever since then. All right. Uh, and uh, Vignesh, I was asking, what happened with KB Lake G? Were OEMs scared of an NVIDIA? I was just thinking the same thing when we were talking about <laughs> Intel announcement at Computex. I was like, hey, wait a second. Whatever happened to their partnerships with... Maybe like, gee, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's just... Uh, yeah, I mean, there were only what? Uh, although, to be fair, uh, Acer just announced a KB Lake G laptop. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they just announced it in New York. Melissa went out. I think we have a video of it. Uh, mm -hmm. And it actually makes a lot of sense because uh, when KB Lake G was announced, good Lord, two years ago? It was, was a while that? ago. I thought it was last March. Couldn't have been. Was it? It felt. It feels like it came out. It came out to C. It came out at CES 2018. Yeah, yeah. So it was a pretty long time ago when it was announced. The, they came out. Overall, it was an impressive part. And then you got the six core Coffee Lake parts. So it really in the, where you were putting KB Lake G into these. You know, uh, you know, three point eight, three point five pound. You know. Almost four pound laptops. Actually, a lot more four pound laptops. It didn't really make a lot of sense because you could get six cores with a discrete part. And I think it it didn't make a lot of sense at that at that point. The Acer laptop is, I think, three pounds, fifteen inches, three pounds. Fifteen. Yeah. So big screen, uh, quad core with KB Lake G. You know, basically ten fifty ish performance in a three pound, fifteen inch laptop. I think. Oh, interesting. It's it's decently light, like just over three. That is really light for a 15-inch laptop. Yeah, so it actually makes a lot of sense for Acer's announcement to do KB Lake G in that because you're not you're not going to get six-core Coffee Lake in there. It's just right. unless you're going to you're going to really really nerf the performance. 
And and just certainly, you know, those low end Nvidia parts. Why not just do KB Lake? It makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, uh, clearly, you didn't see it from MSI and ASUS and Gigabyte for a reason. I think you know there's a lot of probably a lot of backroom negotiations. I've certainly heard rumors of them. That yeah, people are like, you know what? Do I really want to? Do I really want to anger my number one graphics partner? And I'm selling all these gaming laptops. You know, mm. we don't know. There's no proof, but it makes a lot of sense. It's the same reason why a lot of people go with Intel, because it's like, you know, they may lose for two years, but if you're there when they come back up, because they, then you're, you're making a bet. And the business is not about, about, you know, about doing the right thing to, for consumers or because it's cool technology. It's about making a profit and, and being there long term. Uh, I don't, I don't know what's happening. KB Lake G. I mean, for all we know, again, remember these AMD parts were custom parts from AMD sold custom to Intel to integrate with their EMIB thing, sort of a proof of concept. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For all we know, Intel's like, yeah, these are great. We want, um, give us 30,000 of them. Okay. Uh, we want another 30,000. It's like, ah, oh, we didn't know we were selling it to Intel. We just were selling it to some <laughs> blind company out of Antigua. And we just like, you don't know. And like, you know, I mean, you know, like what? Or we, if you're AMD, you're like, really? We just sold graphics parts to our primary competitor in, gra- in CPUs, and they're going to be a primary competitor in graphics down the road? Yeah, that's not something you really want to do for AMD. I mean, it's good to sell components, but then you're really helping Intel at Sure, that point. but I think also it could also be just on the Intel side. They were like, oh, we're putting together this graphics department. Maybe we should be sourcing some of this stuff internally. Uh, you know, I, I think it was, yeah, that too, right? It was, be... it was right after they announced all that, that uh, people started defecting over to Intel, which yeah. is pretty funny timing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or uh, for the person who asked the question, though, like we're chatting about it now, but it was a couple episodes ago we had Melissa on after she went to that Acer event. And we actually spent like maybe 10 or 15 minutes talking about exactly this. Like, why aren't these in laptops? So if you want to hear a lot more about it, be sure to go check out that episode. Boom. Uh, all right. Uh, over on our Discord, uh, check out the Fulner Discord. It's a fun place. Link in the description. Uh, M Warning is asking, when looking at 2080 Ti cards, is there a reason to spend top dollar? Uh, why spend the extra cash? Is there something extra that they're not seeing other than rgb um as always with graphics cards it boils down to features and extras um it's kind of weird with the 2080 ti because theoretically there's a thousand dollar models i know evga at least announced one i'm not sure how available they are in reality all models are actually twelve hundred dollars which is where the founder's edition starts to 13 or so hundred dollars uh, for the fancier models. Uh, I'm going to have a review going up soon of the Gigabyte Aorus 2080 Ti Extreme, which I believe is $1,250, so $50 Ooh. premium over the Founders Edition. And if you're already spending $1,200 on a graphics card, then I think it's well worth spending the extra $50 to get the very slight, this is a very slight performance boost over the Founders Edition, but there's a big difference in you know temperatures and fan noise and it does come with all those extras rgb stuff like that uh i would i would say if you're just interested in pure performance and you're looking to like maybe put a water block or something on it spend the least amount possible that you would know works with your water block but if you're looking to get a card and slap it in your system spend the extra 50 bucks and get a nice one if you're spending 1200 dollars already so you do see a 
there's definitely a it's either quieter or cooler. Yeah, it's a quality and of life faster, thing. Right. So. Yeah, it's like the Strix, Asus Strix cards. I mean, I haven't reviewed a 2080 Ti version of that, but those cards are, you know, markably, noticeably cooler and quieter than competitors because they charge an extra 50 bucks for this monstrous cooler. It's the same deal at the high end. Cool. All right. Uh, another question, same person. Uh, will a 7920X overclock to 4.3 gigahertz all cores be bottlenecked on a 2080 Ti? Their focus is on 4K video editing. Sorry, I have to look up that. It's actual part because I can't remember 7920 it. 7920X. Oh, it's a 1224. 7920X, 1224. And you're looking at a two nine base four three turbo with a twenty eighty. I think you twenty eighty ti twenty eighty ti. I would expect it. I would expect there to be some performance throttling. Like you wouldn't get quite if you're using high refresh rate. If you're using four, you, you said four K. So for four K editing, I would doubt there would be a bottleneck. Once you move up to four K resolution, um, CPU matters less. It's all about the GPU. In which case, you're spending twelve hundred or twelve hundred and fifty dollars on the best one you can buy. Uh, so I would expect there not to be much of a bottleneck. There might be a little bit. If you drop down to lower resolutions, I would expect to see some sort of bottleneck compared to something like the 9900K, which has much higher clock speeds. Right, because 700 megahertz more in single-threaded loads means slightly higher frame rates at less GPU-bound stuff. And so overclock a little bit. It's unlocked, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then the next one from uh, Rooker. Any predictions on how much the cost of building a new PC will increase thanks to our brand new trade war with China? Politics. Hmm, I don't know. We talked about this on our uh, predictions show at the end of the last year. Although I, I, I have, I don't have firm predictions, but I have. I mean, who knows how much of it is damage control? Who knows how much of it is? honest but i have seen and heard from people inside the computer manufacturing industry who are very unhappy with this latest tariff pump and they feel like it is going to increase the price of at least several major component parts yeah and then i i do remember during the last round of you know trade wars um a lot of the gp makers were moving their manufacturing base uh, back to taiwan because Taiwan mm-hmm. wasn't part of the, it would then they wouldn't have to pay the the tariff. I don't know how this affects motherboards. I mean, because a lot of these trade wars, I mean, it's like a dictionary of things that get get uh, taxed, right? Like certain certain components are taxed, but if the component is in a computer, it's not taxed. And there's all kinds of weird things. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of politics within both sides. I'm I'm I suspect it won't be good. I mean, there were some people that were put directly out of business by that last round. Case Labs, I think. Uh, they got they got deep six by that last trade war. So well, that was part of the reason. Yes, yeah, part of the reason. <laughs> we probably won't. Know. But ten percent, ten percent, you can kind of deal with, right? And be like, oh, that stinks. You know, it's a tight margin business, but we'll eat this, and hopefully, this will go away in a few months, and we'll back, have our same prices and happy customers. A twenty five percent hit. That's that's a big jump. Mm-hmm. We probably won't know the effect of it though for at least a little bit longer because it's not like instantaneous typically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, uh, I, th- I think we discussed this before the last one. Uh, if not, I think we discussed it offline. Uh, these companies are smart. Like Gordon was saying, businesses don't react on whims. They're not, you know, fly-by-night operations. They see this stuff coming. They plan for this stuff. So a lot of businesses have been stockpiling inventory in non-China places mm-hmm. to avoid this as much as they can. So, 
And there were ways around the tariffs too, because I, I remember somebody was saying, yeah, if you if you had the if you order the built PC, it wasn't tariffed. There was no tariff. So if you built a machine in China and it came here with the parts fully assembled, no tariff. If you order the parts separately, ship them, tariff. You know, I mean, trade wars are inherently no fun for anybody. So, yep. Just right. like uh, episode one of Star Wars. <laughs> okay. Uh, last question. Sorry. I know we have a couple more, but we got to get going. I'll save them for the next round. Uh, and, of course, we have a full nerd question section in our Discord. You can always put them there. We have and email it, anytime questions, you think of them. too, that we'll need to get to. Yeah, we'll have to get to them later. Uh, sorry about that. So, last one uh, from Big Mama. Uh, do we think Intel will do another trick with water, water cooling this time? <laughs> Yes, but they'll say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Too 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 much to get into on that one. I I I'm specific I'm gonna guess if at their keynote they are not going to drop pertinent details like that. They will somebody will like stop. You need to mention this. They definitely will not be uh left out this time. All right. So cool. Let's uh let's wrap it up then. Uh, check back next week for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd for audio listeners subscribe to us on iTunes Google Play or Stitcher and also please leave a review every time you do the trade war goes away I'm making that up that's not true send questions and comments to the full nerd at pcworld.com thanks for coming I'm Gordon I'm with Brad Charkas Skype sucks <laughs> yeah we all agree uh, Lainey e. bye everyone and Adam Patrick Murray is going to uninstall Skype right now any Taiwan uh, things to do at me on uh, Twitter. Tell me. Stinky tofu. <laughs> <laughs>